You're about to listen to episode 57 of Women Who Kill. Hey, if you're liking the show, don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes. Leave a rating, leave a review. Helps a lot. Helps when people find the show. If you want to support with your dollars, you can do that at patreon.com slash kaichoice. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash k-a-i-c-h-o-y-c-e. Join the Women Who Kill Get access to bonus content, free things, and also the archives of the show. Uh, the most 20, the 20 most recent episodes you can always find wherever podcasts are found. Everything else is in the archives. Our guest today, very funny actor and comedian, Tara Erickson. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm excited to be on this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Brenda Spencer. Most people don't know who she is. Which I think is crazy. Uh Now, she is described as one of the first mass shooters slash school shooters. That's actually incorrect, but she is the most culturally significant of the first school shooters. Uh, The first was actually some some guy named Dylan or something in 1927. Yeah, he held the first, like, mass shooting, but she still holds the very first female school shooter. Right, right, just... Yeah. Breaking barriers. She's got in there, went wild. Her story is, I mean, obviously, her story is real messed up, but there's so much going on here. Now, she was born on April 3rd, 1962. Are you in astrology, Tara? I I, I should actually look up what her, I, I am, but I don't know what her sign would be. April 3rd. April 3rd. Going to look it up right now. Aries. Uh, I, I guess some of the main traits of Aries are uh, a- ambition and creativity. Okay, well, yeah, she had ambition and a lot of creativity <laughs> in regards to her boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So, uh, um, and is there what's her element? <laughs> oh, I don't. Does know. it say like uh, water, fire? I'll look it up. What is she again? She's a, a- April third. Yeah, it's fire. I'm also fire. I oh, was really? literally going to say Kai that I'm like I've dated mostly fires. That's <laughs> so funny. I'm just like. Uh, you know, I'm a dumpster fire looking for another dumpster fire type deal. But, um, yeah, Aries, I I like the, the when they have the element. Oh, fire. she's also a ginger, um, like very super ginger. Oh my, extra ginger. She's double. Yeah. So that makes sense. It, that makes a lot of sense. Oh wow. Okay. I f- uh, I feel like her being fire and creative and what I forget what the Ambitious. other thing you said ambitious yeah this all kind of tracks especially when i read a small thing that she actually won an award for her photography when early in like high school Uh and i'm like yeah that seems like creative and ambitious And also let's just say she was a fan of shooting no matter what it was no matter what (laughs) yeah exactly oh so so she had kind of a a little bit of a shitty childhood. Mom and dad divorced. Now, her mom and dad's names, her her mom's name was Dot, and her dad's name was Wallace. Wallace is such a creepy name to me. And Wallace was a creepy guy. Like, I'm like, yes, he was. I mean, uh, you know what's weird is you cannot find anything really on Dot when you look I her up. I think Dot went it's, into it's hiding. Really yeah, which I guess who wouldn't? Because yeah. you're like, well, you left your kid with her weird dad, uh, who you already claimed they had a weird relationship. Right. 
and just peaced out and now look at what your daughter did. I mean, her childhood was rough. Everything that I have read said that uh, she grew up in poverty. She lived with her single dad. And every everything that I read said, and they were so poor, they shared a single mattress on the living room floor. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. Um, first of all, I get being poor. Lots of people are poor. Um, but most people who live in a house still have a bedroom. Right, exactly. So why wasn't the kid sleeping in a bedroom and dad sleeping in a mattress on a mattress on the living room floor? That's kind of fucking weird. It's very weird. Also, weren't poor enough to have tons of beer and whiskey bottles <laughs> surrounding that tiny little uh-huh. bed when she was finally arrested yeah. for what she did. Whiskey is not, it's it's a little pricey. I guess, so, well, even cheap, cheap whiskey. I guess cheap whiskey is, the, is more expensive than cheap vodka, right? A hundred percent. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, just think. Fine, let's pretend it's like $12. I'm sure he's going through a bottle of whiskey <laughs> a day. I hear he was he was very mean. Uh-huh. 12 times 7, uh, what is that? That's like 80-something. Uh, I'm okay at math, not not as quick as I would love to be. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of hundreds of dollars. That's an extra mattress so, at least. Exactly. Just, it, he could have, like, curbed his alcoholism for just a week to get the kid a mattress. To get the kid a yeah. mattress. But I don't think he wanted a mattress. I think he just, I mean, you know, what's weird to me is that they said, like, one of her friends claimed that, you know, sure, she was, like, a loner, and she was unhappy right. that her mom wasn't around, and she was alone a lot. But the girl was like, you would see her smiling sometimes. Like, she wasn't totally sad. She just had a thing for guns, which directly came from her father. Right, because... Because he was such... Yeah. Uh, he... Some sources say he kind of pressured her to dress like a boy and would take her hunting. Yeah. Which... Like, Jolene Davis said the same thing. Her father told her, like, she couldn't dress like a girl, and she always talked about her father and how mean yeah. he was. And guns. She talked a lot about uh-huh. guns. So he would take her hunting, and uh, during her free time, she would shoot birds in the neighborhood. Uh, she also did a lot of a lot of drugs. Hated going to school. Was truant a lot. And at some point, she told multiple people that she fantasized about killing people, that she wanted to kill a cop, that uh, she wanted to kill herself. And at one point. The school reached out to her dad and said, your, your kid needs help. Your kid is severely depressed. We recommend you send her to get some type of treatment. And he was like, nah, nope, nope. He said, I know, he totally denied it. And it wasn't even just a simple phone call. What preceded the phone call was that she informed her parents she was suicidal in 1978, in the beginning right. of it. That summer, she was arrested for shooting out the Cleveland Elementary windows, some of the windows with a BB gun, and she burglarized the school. Yeah, I wonder what she took. And what do you take from an elementary school? I don't know. Markers? <laughs> uh, I mean, are you Paste? trying to make art? <laughs> 
like she needed an escape <laughs> or a cello. Like I would have stolen a musical instrument. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Or your teachers like something stuff valuable. To be like, ha ha. Yeah. Like do, the teacher you hated, your math teacher. You're like, I got her calculator now. Oh, you know what they had? Um, teachers always have real great snack drawers from confiscated Ooh. snacks. Kai, you are in the right state of mind to be a burglar <laughs> of an elementary school. <laughs> so so many gushers and fruit roll-ups. Oh, heck yeah. Gosh, that was like the dream just to get in one of those drawers, right? When they open it up, you're like, God, I hope I did my homework right. <laughs> so so that that happened. Now, shortly after that was her birth. Uh, no, it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she told her dad, she was like, Dad, I want a radio for Christmas. And and you know what dad surprised her with on Christmas Day? <laughs> a fucking semi-automatic rifle with a scope on it. Ooh, 22 caliber, baby. <laughs> with 500. 500 yeah, that's 500 right. Rounds. 500 rounds of ammunition. That's, that's so many. I mean, I've, I've never bought ammunition so i don't know how many rounds come in a standard box but it's 500 a big box or is that just a normal box my assumption is 50 rounds in a box right probably 50 so i mean this is a lot of but this is separate did he wrap them or was it just like here and also how are you not grounded for a minute from playing with your guns after you shot up and burglarized your school. Like, we're talking about now two mentally very ill people, one who is supposed to be a dad, but he's obviously way off his rocker. And then, like, rewards her with a just a very large, large weapon with a scope on it. It's it's not an appropriate gift for a suicidal 16-year-old girl. God, no. Not at all. Not after she, especially like I said, after she shot up the school before. Yeah. It's very weird. Now, when later she was asked why she thought her dad bought her a gun, she was like, I think he maybe wanted me to kill myself. I know. I found that really sad. That, And I imagine her saying it all in one sentence. Like, I asked my dad for a radio, but he gave me a gun. <laughs> I figured he wanted me to kill yeah. myself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that is straight out of the mouth of a 16-year-old who probably, because she, I mean, it's obvious that she deals with depression, as I'm sure her dad did, and, like, being surrounded by that much alcohol. And on top of that, she was epileptic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a lot to to deal yeah. with. And and also, you know, she she did say that, like, she she was like, I've been gay since the day that I was born. Yeah. But she was never really out about it at school. No one ever really knew that about her. The only thing, but she did have a mullet. Far as yes, yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. they knew. I think they knew. I think you're right. I just I don't think she. You know, I mean, obviously, back in the seventies, wasn't like out and about. She didn't have a girlfriend at at the time or anything. Yeah. But yeah, that mullet, I'm sure, really it spoke volumes. It was volumes. spiky. It was spiky on the top. She looked like Sid from Toy Story. Oh, God, I hated Sid, and you are so <laughs> right about that. Sid was the worst. 
So Monday, January 29th, 1979, uh, a couple yeah. weeks after she told a few of her friends, you're probably going to see me on TV for something big. I can't tell you what it is. Yep. She wakes up very early, very early for a 16-year-old. I don't, I don't even wake up this early now. yeah me neither she hadn't planned on going to school but she wakes up at 8 like 8 15 and looks out her window and uh she's across the street from an elementary school and she sees kids start uh they they get off the school bus school bus pulls away and she just decides to grab her gun and loads up and starts popping off through the window of her house she doesn't even go to the school she doesn't have to she has a scope like a fucking sniper yeah totally 100% and it makes sense where it's like oh well we needed that for hunting but uh, we all knew what she was going to use it for I mean she said she's like and nothing she already she won like a, a marksmanship, a couple of those medals for yeah. hunting. So she was already at the top of her game in regards to yeah. shooting. Yeah. I mean, I also just real quick before you finish, like, I, I yeah, she when she uh-huh. starts is that uh, there's a little thing about her where she did have a bad attitude towards yeah. police. But tests were later discovered and they were found out, which I think feeds into like when she does this that she fell off her bicycle and caused damage to the temporal part of her brain. Yeah. And it said that, that the like, impulse a lot control of su- uh, part of her brain or. Yeah. There's a lot of, when you look up serial killers and killers just in general, most of them all have damage oh, to the Richard temporal Ramirez, part of their right? brain. Yes. And a few, and like a bunch, like I haven't done the complete research on a lot of them, but I have, there's more than just that where there's always a story where they fell off a swing and they hit their head and they were like knocked out. Cause I, I used to get nervous be like, I fell off my bike once really bad, hit my head on a rock. Uh And I was like a little dizzy. Um, but I'm like, I don't think it was a temporal part and I didn't have to go to the hospital. So I think I'm okay. Like, there was a moment where I was like, I, I feel like I need to get a check just to make sure I'm not going to turn into a psycho in a couple ah, of years. So uh, temporal, uh, the temporal lobes are associated with memory skills, and uh, they can also have effects on uh, people's personality and uh, sensory perception. So uh, that could probably cause things like hallucinations, right? Um, yeah. That could probably cause things like... Um, and like a lack of fantasy control. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You know, because you you want to make it reality because you don't really have anything to grasp onto like mm-hmm. memories. Now, here's what I think. I don't think she fell off a bike. Ooh, you think there was some foul play here with dad? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he knocked her out and she, she fell mm-hmm. off. <sighs> Scary. Now, going back to the incident. Yes. She's, uh, she's shooting out her window indiscriminately. And she ends up hitting eight kids. Very luckily, doesn't kill any of the kids who she hit. 
Right. But she ends up killing two men. Mm-hmm. The principal, Burton Rag, and the custodian, uh, which I guess we call them janitors, uh, Mike Suchar. Now, Burton was killed when he was trying to tend to an injured kid. Mike was killed when he was trying to drag Burton to safety. Yeah, it was just a, it was a line of fire. They were both trying to help each yeah. other. And there was a weird story saying that the, um, the janitor and the principal didn't like each right. other much. But they were both very old school in regards to, like, when someone needs to be saved, their instincts mm-hmm. kick in. Mike was actually in World War II. Yeah. He fucking survived World War II to get taken out by a 16-year-old. A 16-year-old girl. Embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> it's so sad. It's terribly sad. Mike Mike was the janitor, right. yeah. correct? Yes. Right. I mean, for me, the craziest part of the story was the policeman who was injured. Yeah, because a cop pulled up, and I guess, I don't know, probably pulled up like they do in movies, just like speeds up and j- jumps out of the car and starts running without fucking looking around. Uh, and he gets popped in the neck and survived somehow. But he also, uh, I'm not, I don't remember if it was him or if it was another officer. I think it was the same officer that got shot in the neck was the same officer that then commandeered a trash truck and pulled it in front of her window and stopped her from making any more killings, which to me is such amazing quick thinking. On his part, that he literally saved the day. That sounds like some some something out of like a, a Die Hard movie. Cops are in real life are so so stupid. They're never like yeah, as I mean, smart do- as you see them no. doing shit on 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 TV. You know, like yeah, they blow up their car every two minutes because yeah. they're like, oh, trying to catch this guy, and oh, this guy's faster, and then oh, I run in and I kill two pedestrians, <laughs> and then I blow up in my car. Yeah, like that's how they always yeah. look. So so after he pulls the truck in front of her house, uh, they're able to get emergency services in to tend to the injured people um, and, you know, to take away the mortally injured people. And, oh, one girl who was shot, apparently, didn't even know she was shot until they pulled up with uh, a bunch of parents and were trying to reunite, reunite parents with the kids who had been uninjured, and one of the moms noticed that her kid's jacket had a hole in it, so she took the jacket off, and the kid had been shot, but didn't realize it. And oh, she man. lived. She she lived with no like permanent damage or anything like that. Still has nightmares about it, but that's crazy. That's bonkers. She was just in so much... Shock or her jacket was just that winter thick that it might have just saved her life. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, a lot of the kids who got shot were wearing down jackets. And later, Brenda said, She loves to see the feathers fly. It's so fucked up. That's what she said. So weird. So messed up. So creepy. She also targeted it. So I think it's also odd that she targeted people in her favorite color blue. 
My assumption would be, wouldn't you want to target people? Your least favorite color? A color you hate? Like, to me, she'd probably be like, I hate that color, pink. And then, (laughs) yeah. Oh, houndstooth. Uh, Oh, my God. Is that a color? (laughs) It's a texture. Same thing. Oh, God help you. (laughs) Oh, please say that on, I don't know, anywhere with anyone. And just, I would love for you to then text me and be like, this is what they said after I yelled out hounds tooth as a color. Jesus, herringbone. Oh, my God. That's great. Now, she was a... Barricaded in her house for seven hours. Yeah, which is a long time when you're six. It's a long time. Let me say that if 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 Brenda Spencer were not a little white girl, they would have kicked in her door. Oh, five yeah. minutes in and shot her. Yep. Instead, they brought in a negotiator. Hmm. But and the whole time. She's threatening to come out shooting. Yeah. She's like, you guys were easy targets. That's why I liked it. <laughs> she, she, she was talking to a reporter on the phone. So apparently a reporter was, uh, well, nowadays what reporters do is they go on Twitter, right? And they reply to people who are like, oh, my God, I'm in a closet. There's a guy outside shooting right now, right? And they'll reply and they'll be like, hey, this is a... Uh, this is Lisa Smith with ABC, and I just want to know, are you available to chat with me real quick about what's happening? <laughs> That's <laughs> now, Back in the day, Lisa Smith would pull out a phone book, and she would call every house on the block to see who would answer the so phone cool. and say, hey, there's some crazy shit going on in your neighborhood right now. It's currently 1978. <laughs> Do I have Brenda Spencer on the line? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, a little more old well, school. Well, they were actually they were trying they were calling people to try to get information from anyone who lived in the neighborhood and could could give some intel, some details on what was happening. And uh, they actually randomly reached Brenda because she picked up the phone. You know, as you do when you're on a shooting as you spree. Do when you're on a lockdown, yeah. there's nothing else going on. I don't have anybody to shoot except this dumb trash. Car. Why did I struggle with the word trash car? A garbage truck is what it's called, Tara. Wow. It's because I'm a I'm just a garbage person who just thinks that everything that I surround myself with is yeah. It's like I got a garbage car and uh, yeah, whatever. I eat garbage food. All right. Oh boy. Anyway, yeah, they got a hold of her, which I think is. Just they're insanely. But lucky. also, where's Dad? Where, where he doesn't work, or or does he work? Does he work and and spends all of his not working time drinking? I tell you, I think Wallace was down at the old. Yeah. He was just he's having a go like he does every every morning. He, I mean, they open at six, don't they? Like never close in certain really? areas. Ah, I, I feel like they he, open he, after. He was, I, I feel like they at least wait till lunch. Maybe he was just waiting for the doors to open. Yeah, he was, I bet he was. The the whiskey, you got to keep it going. When you're drinking that much whiskey and beer every or night. Or maybe he was at Kroger. And I'm sure. Yeah, he's going, to, going on a Kroger run. 
sure, I'm sure he did grocery shopping for, for them. For booze. Kai. You could buy alcohol at, you could oh. buy alcohol at grocery you stores. Said, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. When, when you said Kroger, I, I just imagined him buying like lettuce and meat. And I was like, he's not doing any of that. Like my assumption is is I imagine him as like the guy who's very well known at the liquor store. It'd be like Wallace, the liquor man. Yeah. Wallace. I feel like they were just eating. They were probably she's probably living off of a what was left from like Cheetos, yeah, canned beans, you know, just whatever uh, yeah. non perishables where she could scrounge out of the cabinet that had probably been there for years since mom did shopping. Yeah. Right. Hunting food yeah. is what they love. Oh, yeah, yeah, like fucking... If you can't take it hunting, we don't put it in this house. What, what are those those little fucking Vienna sausages? Oh, uh, She probably ate a lot yeah. of Vienna sausages. Yeah. Now. <sighs> Must have been gassy. Yeah, okay, let's... <laughs> sure, let's move on. So they're negotiating. <laughs> uh, she's, already, she's told reporters, hey, uh, reporters were like, what, why, did, why are you doing this? And she's like, I hate Mondays. Uh, I felt yeah. like this would she said this liven up the, the liven day. Liven up the day. What 16-year-old talks that way, even in 1979? Bonkers, right? And the the rest of it, in a separate article that I read that was published 1978, like a day or two after, was that the whole phrase was, she also continued after she said, this just livens up the day. She said, I have to go now. I shot a pig, and I think I want to yes. shoot more. <laughs> Because she hated cops, so she called them pigs. And I just imagine her saying it so just like, I don't like Mondays. You know, I thought this would liven up the day a bit. I have to go now. I shot a pig, and uh, I think I want to shoot more. Like, you know what I mean? Just glassy-eyed. You could see Kristen Stewart playing her. Totally. Uh, Kristen Stewart's a little too attractive. Oh, they I would think, ugly her up. To play Brenda. They could ugly her up they, and they make could, her look younger. They could make her a little more uggo, yeah. sure. Actually, Brenda Spencer, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm judging really Brenda Spencer on her 55-year-old picture that I just She saw looks much better as an adult. In, sure. <laughs> you, you don't think she she grew out of she grew out of that like that awkward mullet, at least. No, I mean, the mullet was, I th- uh, yes, okay, yes. The, the mullet thing, here's what's odd, is that there's pictures of her with very long hair looking like she belongs at Woodstock, yeah. and she looks really pretty. And then there's that mugshot of her with a mullet, and you're like, okay, got right. it. And then there's her now at 55, where sh- she's gained some weight and looks As you do in prison. <laughs> Yeah, yeah pr- pretty uh-huh. rough, and uh, th- the hair has thinned out quite a bit. Oh, she's got a little MPB going on. Yeah, just a just okay. a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, so she continued her spree a little bit, and then they convinced her to to chill. And after seven hours, she finally gave in because the negotiator said, "You know what? If you if you pack it in right now." Come on out here. Don't shoot anyone else. There's going to be a Whopper waiting for you. Burger King, baby. Whoop, whoop. Burger King saved the day. What is it with American police promising 16-year-old mass shooters Burger King? I am very curious also. Did she get her Burger King? Probably. Dylan Roof got his Burger King. I've wondered. 
He did. Okay, well, there you go. I don't know. People love, they love the Burger King, man. I'm, I'm always like, well, why wasn't it like McDonald's or, you know, because they're just as popular. But I guess it was mainly, okay, back in the day, even me in the, in the 80s, baby, it was really just Burger King and McDonald's. It was the Whopper versus like, kinda the Big like, Mac, right? Those are the main ones, yeah. She just didn't like the extra so, bread. I'm just saying, Burger King didn't put as much salt in their fries as Mickey D did. Mm. I love that salt. They should have shot her. But either way, should have shot her. They should have. Not saying that I'm a fan of killing children, but they should have shot her. They should have taken a shot through the window. I feel like maybe she knew how to quarantine herself, though, because I, uh, my assumption was once that trash truck, what did I call it? A trash Trash car car. pulled up. (laughs) God help me. That she stopped. She was she was kind of shooting at. Uh, they said that even when SWAT arrived, that she was still sh- at the shooting truck. out the window at the yeah. truck. That I'm like, oh, at that point, they definitely could have taken a shot and taken her out. But I think right after that, she she really just like locked down, and I don't think was seen outside of that window again. Yeah. Um. So I think that they did have a shot at first. They may have taken it if if it had lasted longer, but my assumption is because she was only sixteen that they're like, we gotta get this story. Well, they had like, what is what's happening? They had here? one sniper, I believe, on the roof of the elementary school, and they had another sniper trained on the back door of the house. So I don't know. Maybe hmm. she pushed a bookshelf in front of a, a window, or I've only, I've seen people do that yeah. in movies. <laughs> Maybe it works. I've seen movies, Kai. <laughs> so after after this happened, she turned herself in. She surrendered. Uh, she she got her fucking fast food meal. That you know whatever happened, can't you promise a terrorist something and then once they surrendered, not give it to them? Yeah, not do it. You're not allowed to lie to but, them. But then what if the word gets out, Kai, and the the negotiator is negotiating with another crazy person, and that crazy person is like, "No, you're you're you're, you're David. You're David. I remember you. You did not give Brenda Spencer the Burger King. Oh. So I know whatever you're gonna promise me right now, you're gonna fall back That's on. True. Right? Because they would write yeah. about it. It would be like she was promised Burger King, and then it'd be like Brenda Spencer promised Burger King, and then had to get it taken <laughs> away, just like she took the lives of." Uh, two men and injured eight children and a police yeah. officer. Like, it, that's what that's it would true. be. That's true. That's very true. Now, she gave herself up, and she was tried as an adult. And she also was tested, though, for drugs and, and alcohol, and none of that was in her system Because that was all. her initial excuse, was she said, I, I shot them because I, I, was, I was drunk and high. And they're like, mm, right. these drug tests say that was a lie. So yep. she said she was, she, she, first she said she had taken her seizure medicine and then had drank some whiskey. And then she said she was on PCP. I'm like, first, where's a 16-year-old getting PCP? Exactly. I don't know. Well, I mean, her dad probably had a, a, a great pickup. I'm sure Wallace <laughs> had plenty in there hidden under the mattress. <laughs> so, yeah, they tried her as an adult, and she immediately pled guilty to the, the two counts of murder. They tried to charge her on the nine counts of attempted murder, 
and those charges were dropped for some reason. But she was also, uh, she pled to uh, assault with a deadly weapon. And here's what they did. Well, obviously she didn't have a trial because she pled guilty. She was sentenced to concurrent indefinite sentences of 25 years to life. Now, she got really unlucky because just a couple years after she was sentenced, it was ruled that indefinite sentences were unconstitutional in the United States. Interesting. Also, I wonder if she did have a trial. I'm not 100% sure. I do know that she immediately testified um, that she she pled Mm -hmm. guilty. But there is a victim, Cam Miller, that says that it was written that he testified at trial and he said, I had to go face this. Maybe it was a preliminary trial and then... You know how they have the small ones, and then she probably pled guilty, and it wasn't. It didn't need to be a huge. Are you thing. sure that wasn't her? But like his qu- hearing, because she had a, a maybe. S- many of maybe those. that was. I know she did. I know she had like at least five. I think I wrote those down. Maybe that was during her two thousand two thousand and nine parole hearing. Possibly, he was nine years old when uh, when she shot him. He got shot in the back, and the bullet exited his chest. And luckily, he didn't do any permanent damage. Now, he was in an ambulance next to Mike Suchar, who was dying. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess the ambulance had a l- little bit of a rough ride. And I don't know, there wasn't anyone in the back of it with them, which was weird. And Mike, Mike's body rolled over onto him. And he was... Face to face. Oh, that's my worst nightmare, Kai. This, this Mike was a big dude too. This just this big dead dude. Yeah, I mean, on his shoot, face. If the shot didn't kill Cam, it could have been Mike's very large body that suffocated yeah. him. Think about how terrifying that is. You were just shot. And now this guy is dying, but then the dying guy rolls over on top of you and you have to like watch him die while you might think that you're dying. (sighs) That's torture right there. You see that happen in scary movies sometimes too, right? When someone's like. I mean, not exactly that. What, what movie am I missing? I swear I've seen it happen in a movie. Either it was someone who was, who was in a trunk with, with what they realized was a dead guy. Um, and then in another movie, like someone trying to escape some serial killer and has like their dead friend roll over on them or something like that. So, oh yeah. But I mean like in an ambulance and you're crying and you're like, I'm going to die. And then you're asking the other guy, you're like, do you think I'm going to be okay, Mike? Because he's like an adult and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) and then it's, (laughs) and he's on top of you. And now you're just like. I can't breathe. You're calling for help. You're in an ambulance. All they hear are sirens. <laughs> it's a nightmare. That's that'll be. That's going to be the best short ever written if somebody does it right. Uh, as a child too, Jesus, terrible. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, I think Cam might have appeared at one of her, one of her parole hearings. Yeah, I think that th- maybe that's what it was. That he, he said, I had to go face this cruel monster. Mm-hmm. 
The look Brenda gave me was enough to scare anyone to death, yeah. is what he yeah. said. And it, and it seems as though she obviously still struggled with depression, but I think what you were first bringing up is like her first, because she was sentenced to an indefinite mm-hmm. sentence, but why was it unconstitutional? Uh, I just think, um, I'm not sure the, the exact explanation that was given, but it just seems like something that's it's not done in a developed country to say uh, you're going to jail until mm, whenever you know it's i I feel like it it just seems fair uh so to speak to know exactly how much time you're getting for the the crime keeping her guests in every day of her life i see that makes sense so the minimum sentence was 25 she had to serve at least 25 years and after that point is when she became eligible to apply for parole. Uh, so 1993, uh, which is a little bit more than 25 years, was when she was first considered for parole. Yeah, that's when she was said, I was on drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. Yeah. And they immediately, I believe it took like 15 minutes for them to deny her her parole application. Mm-hmm. And after that, she tried again in uh, 2001. Yeah, 2001. At that point, she said she did it because her dad had been abusing her both physically and sexually. That was her very first claim, too, was in 2001, mm-hmm. which is a long time after the murders, right? That was her very first claim that her her dad was beating her and sexually abusing yeah. her, which I, I believe it. my assumption is when you see a bed and they slept in the same bed and he wouldn't let her dress like a girl surrounded by whiskey bottles and mm-hmm. beer. He gives her guns and rounds of ammunition. I'm sure that he has effed up enough to take from his daughter that he f- probably feels like he owns whatever he would want. Right. And she was probably my assumption she was too messed up and also maybe just still really scared. You know, he wasn't far away enough from her until maybe she grew up a little bit to admit that. But the now, I think people in prison said she never brought it up during any counseling session. So they they all were like, she's right. lying, which which happens a lot with mm-hmm. uh, assault survivors. People say, well, Clearly, that didn't actually happen because you waited this long to bring it up to anyone. Yeah, which I think is, I I agree too. I also think, well, how many counseling sessions did she get? Was it? I, I'm sure was it weekly? Mm-hmm. And like, I can understand why th- there would be some contention right. there in regards to like you've had however many years to tell this counselor who you I guess would tell everything else or to. not depending what on ha- how, how not. well uh, someone responds to, to therapy or yeah. how, well, how much they trust the person the they're, person. they're uh, having to confide in. Yeah, I, I believe it 100% that, uh, that she was subjected to a very rough childhood with her father. I mean, just look at the bed in the living room surrounded by those bottles. You know there's a lot that had gone wrong i think he didn't let her dress like a girl because he didn't want her to be seen as desirable 
as a woman. Yeah, so he could like by own anyone. her. But him. But him. Yeah. I could it's gross and I see it and I like Now the parole board I, they were like yeah. Well, also, uh, you took this long to tell us, and your dad says he didn't do it. So, <laughs> like, like he's mm. going to be like, actually, so it yeah. didn't uh-huh. happen. Actually, yeah, yeah, I did do that. Sorry. What the fuck did they expect? Now, yeah, w- Wallace ain't coming. <laughs> you know what else Wallace did? Wallace married Brenda's 17-year-old cellmate. <gasps> Moved her into the house. Oh, my God. The same house that he lived in. With his daughter, that house that he lived in until he died uh, at the age of 87 years old. He moved that that girl into the house, had a baby with her, and then she took off. Oh, my God. He totally beat and sexually abused his daughter. There is no doubt. I cannot believe that. He, oh, my God. And the girl was only 17, or did he have to wait till she was 18 to marry her? She was younger. Younger than his daughter was when he married her. When he married her. Oh, my she God. Was a, what a Yeah, creeper. Brenda was 18 by the time she finally was sentenced and, and What and age was the girl when she ran away? I don't know. They said it didn't last long. Now, it gets worse. Neighborhood police said that this girl looked so much like Brenda. They thought that Brenda had been let out of jail early. Oh, no, I hate all of it. Oh, my goodness. That's the only evidence you need is just to hear that story to be like, this girl was crazy Mm -hmm. because look at her environment. Mm -hmm. There is no doubt that like, oh, I hate anyone who's named Wallace. Please, everyone, just don't ever name anyone Wallace. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just it needs to go in the trash can. Oh, it belongs in a trash car forever. Except, trash, I, except for Wallace well, and Gromit. They're, they're cool. But they're English. That's different. Oh, they're so great. They're, they're, it's a different way that you say it. It's like Wallace, <laughs> but like Wallace, you know, get rid of it. And he, I can't. Yeah. Wow. That is insane. And she ran away with the baby. Yes. You know, I couldn't find out that information. I'm assuming it, was, it, it wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that no judge would would give. Him custody? God, no. (laughs) Yeah. All things considered? Yeah. I mean, that's enough proof right there that, like, she married him, meaning he's a good manipulator. Uh Um, And the fact that she had to run away Mm -hmm. is enough evidence to say that, yeah, he probably ended up beating her and was really mean to her, right? They all reach a point where Mm -hmm. they're, like, they're really good in the beginning, and then the true true side comes out. It's terribly sad, and, like, what a wild story. So Brenda's been denied parole uh, about five times so far. Uh, she just was up for parole again last year, uh, April 2019. Mm-hmm. And that's the last time her parole was denied. Yeah, and in 2005... Um, the district attorney stated that when the when her girlfriend from jail was released, yeah. that she took a paper clip and burned the words courage and pride into her own arm yeah. like a tattoo. Yeah. But she corrected him and said it says unforgiven and alone, which is so different that I'm like, can the district attorney not read or well, like she said it was, was this- um, it was a rune. 
so not quite English. Not quite English. Got it. I thought that that was very interesting. And his that was his proof, though, in 2005, was like, she's still unstable, mm-hmm. deals with depression. Look what she did to her arm when her girlfriend had to yeah. leave jail. Yeah. Yeah. And then, she, yeah, she, was, she kept being denied, and she's again going to be eligible for another parole in September 21. Now, I think uh, at one point she herself withdrew her application for parole because she just assumed that it wouldn't be approved. I think that every time she fucks up, she she's doing it on purpose. She doesn't really want to get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all she knows, really, at this point. Yeah, she's been in there, what, like uh, 40-something years now? D- yeah, I'm sure that you're, you get pretty comfortable yeah. there. <laughs> I don't know that she would know how to even function in our real world. Especially, you know, with just the lines of, like, it was a lot of fun seeing the children shot. Like, I like to see them squirm around after I shot Yeah, where's she going to work? Sure. Yeah, she was 16, but, like, she still said those words to someone out loud and wasn't like, I'm sorry, that sounds crazy. (laughs) She was like, I like to see him squirm around after I shot him. Like, that is, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, where exactly where she I don't know Walmart in the gun section I'm sure she still knows a lot about guns but she'd have to be like have shackles on her feet and only be able to walk like three feet yeah. and no bullets around but she could talk about the guns I'm sure she knows a mighty she lot. still wouldn't be the weirdest person inside of Walmart though god that is so unfortunately <laughs> true now uh she's also she's currently uh in Chino the California institution for women in chino god that works with her haircut i don't not her haircut uh-huh. now but like it just seems to me like a chino would be her place <laughs> i don't know why i i just i feel it for I her. She, she's probably cleaning up with the ladies i agree now her uh occupation in prison right now she's uh she works on repairing small electronic devices Probably not the best occupation as someone who is uh, fixated on weaponry. Probably maybe the yeah. worst. But then again, woodworking, she, she, I'm sure she'd just be making knives. and <laughs> Wood knives? You know, axes out of wood. <laughs> she'd have wood knives, wood axes. She'd have all just the wood weapons guns. in wood. <laughs> wood guns. She'd make wood guns and wood bolts. <laughs> she would find a way. Uh, she also taught herself Latin in prison. Wow. For funsies. All right, girl. <laughs> She's also was just recently inducted into the Golden Girls Club at the California Institute what for Women, which I did not know what this was. It's a program that um, that helps any um, prisoners once they turn 55 in order to get special privileges to those who want to voluntarily join the Golden Girls Club. And there is a picture of her. It's rough. She's 57, and it says Golden Girl. And that is the picture that is going to be in my nightmares. <laughs> but I guess what you get is you get the choice of your bunk. You get three blankets, two pillows, and you also get you get to eat in like a, a separate room that's closer to your bunk. Uh-huh and you get a another special room that you might be able to hang out in that others cannot when you're part of the Golden Girls Club in prison. That's so sad. 
Isn't that so weird that they've that it's as though she probably was waiting for that the second she turned 55 was hoping to be like three pillows finally front of the line pass of meal line medication line two pillows three blankets and uh bottom bunk if i want it so depressing it's yeah that those are her those are literally the the only like dibs that's that you get that's what 40 years got her yeah, that's what forty. We that's that's what it got her, and I guess the Golden Girls program is geared towards addressing the emotional and physical needs of an older population. Did she at least get a cake which, or something. I know, right? I mean, she's lasted this long and hasn't murdered anybody <laughs> in there, so ugh, I guess not. You know, you your your one perk in life was Burger King, and that ugh. was it. And you know, you didn't even want her to have the Burger <laughs> King, so. You know, and now you're fighting I'm for her to have I'm just saying she should have been dead. They should have killed her a long <laughs> time ago. But since they didn't, at least give her a fucking cake after 40 years. I Don't I know it? But hey, <laughs> man, Brenda, you know, you don't like Mondays. We don't like you. Enjoy the little perks you get with your Golden Girls Club and happy prison living in Chico. She influenced pop culture a little bit. The lead singer yeah. of a punk band a british punk band called the boomtown rats they they wrote a song called i don't like mondays boom so the shooting happened in april 1979 right july Mm -hmm. of 1979 this song was number one on the charts in the uk yeah, it was literally only a few months later because the shooting happened in 1978. Yeah. And yes, and then the song came out in 1979. And That's it so was fast. sad that. Oh, they were Irish. My so, bad. I said they were British, but they were Irish. Yeah, and what's sad is she's she's like, I just listened to it and now I know I'm, fa- I'm famous. She wrote now. to the lead and singer. Like, the yeah, guy, she wrote him a fucking letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he goes, That's. He felt bad about it. He was like, That's the last thing that you would. That I yeah. wanted. Um. You know, like you don't you don't want to be able to like ch- cheer her on with a song, um, but yeah, he they wrote it quick. They were quite quite inspired. I feel like the closest thing would be like if uh, you, you had a tweet go viral about a killer, and then in jail, they had it framed. They had their tweet fr- your tweet framed uh, yeah. above their bunk. <laughs> Sent you a Polaroid. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's probably what's happening now. You know, they don't they don't have Instagram in there. They just got they got yeah. pictures. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably frame a tweet too. <laughs> so uh, yeah, a couple books were written about it. Uh, a film, a couple films. Uh, of course, Lifetime and uh, the ID Network covered it. Oh yeah, they co- they love to cover that stuff. Hot tip: I've acted in a Lifetime movie. It's called The Twisted Nanny. In case anybody sees that on is, Lifetime, is it, but also is it terrible? Is it good? It's it's. I mean, it's. I'm I'm a number one lead in it. I think I do a good uh-huh. job with, with um, the material given. <laughs> I with with what I was given, <laughs> and uh, the girl who plays the Twisted uh-huh. Nanny does a great job. Um, and it's it's a movie that's it's watchable. It's not as I will say this, and uh, sure I may be biased, but it's watchable, more watchable than some of the other movies I've seen on Lifetime. Uh-huh. And for the ID Network, I it, it, I guess this is like recently airing too, where I played Alice Uden, who was a bit of a she's a bit of a oh murderer. really, um yeah, her name is Alice Uden, 
And uh, that that story is very interesting. But if you guys end up catching that on, I believe it's still on the the ID network. Someone messaged me about it the other okay. day. Probably four or five years old that that episode. Okay. But, so she um, killed a she killed her husband yeah. in Cheyenne, Wyoming. She she sure did. And uh, we think also poisoned the the two Ooh, kids and had him crazy. do it. Convinced him to what? do it. Crazy. She was nuts. And then buried him in the. And in the she farm. was old. And, like, she she was in she was old yes. when it happened. Yep. Very old. You mean when she was yeah, caught? Yeah, oh, when she was she sentenced. Was, yeah, yes. she was 75 when she right. was finally caught. Ye- That's crazy. Yeah, because they didn't dig up the bodies until so much later. That's crazy. Yeah, she got by for a long time. Ah. She was nutso. But, um, yeah, I. so this movie was on Lifetime uh-huh. about Brenda Spencer. Okay. I have not seen it, but I'm sure... I'm going to have to look it up and watch it. Yeah, it's probably it's terrible and fun. Yes. Oh, it would be it would be great to have like a Zoom watch party drinking drink game every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time this anybody says depressed in that because I'm sure it's just going to come out of the she was depressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she seemed depressed. Or, depressed or any time she has some dialogue that was clearly written by a 40-year-old <laughs> who thinks he knows what a 16-year-old was supposed to talk like but still sounds accurate yeah. because of her personality. Yes, because she, yes, it sounds accurate because of her personality. Like, I thought it would spice things up uh-huh. a bit. That is what a 60-year-old woman would say <laughs> when she's playing chess with her other, like, little friends on the sidewalk and that, like, the game card the and a card table with, like, little sips of orange Or, like, wine. when she's knitted like, a new outfit for one of her cats. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. Oh, I bet you she'd have so many. Mitten's got a new hat. I thought it would. I thought it would spice up this day a little bit. You know how me and Mittens hate Mondays. Oh God, me and Pop, Pop, yeah, yeah, Pop. We hate it too. (laughs) I guess my cat's name is Pop. (laughs) So that that was a story of Brenda Spencer. That was. It's a good one. Wild one. Sheesh. Wacky wild. What do you have coming up that you might want people to know about? Well, if you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, I would greatly appreciate that. I make videos uh, at least like two to four a week. That's a lot. YouTube.com. Yeah, yeah. It takes up a lot of my time. My videos also go on Instagram, but it's YouTube.com slash Tara Erickson, and that's T-A-R-A-E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N, at Tara Erickson on Instagram, at the Tara Erickson on Twitter. I have a blog where I write about love, loss, and fun. Uh, it's called Talkin' Tara. Okay. That's just T-A-L-K-I-N-T-A-R-A dot com. And, uh, yeah, whatever. You can just Google me. A bunch of this stuff will pop up. My website and, uh, you know, come come say hi. My Instagram or YouTube. I like to make people laugh and post silly videos. I have my hashtags are idiot army. I am this idiot. <laughs> and my other hashtag is spread hugs, love and laughter. So that is my vibe nice. wrapped up in a little package. For okay, you. cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. This was a blast. That was episode 57. I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. If you didn't, I'm proud of you for spending uh, this long listening to something that you hate keep coming back keep hate listening hey if you want to send me an email you can do that at wwkpodcast at gmail.com thanks again for listening everybody we'll see you next time